Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you have not seen the recently released film, The Predator, directed by Shane Black, 2018, do not listen to this episode. Listen to some of our other great episodes. This is your final warning. Spoiler alert. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I am Matt. And Matt, we just watched a movie. We did separately, but I feel like we were definitely there in spirit. And there was a lot of, on my side, there was a lot of high-fiving and like, oh, did you see that? Oh, Ruby, in my head. So we'll have to yeah. do that now. So... We're talking about The Predator, the Shane Black movie that just came out. 2018 September. It is a, I guess, sequel to Predators. It takes, it, I, I believe it takes into account Predator, Predator 2, and Predators. It, I don't know that it takes into account or mentions uh, Aliens vs. Predator or Requiem. I don't know that they hmm. distance themselves well, from that or if they said it or what. But In my opinion, only one of those movies should be viable, but... Whatever. One of which ones? The AVP series. I, I like the second. I really like the second <laughs> one. I think the second one is is very underrated. The first one is garbage. It was agree, one of the most agree. horrible things I ever saw. But we're not talking about AVP. That'll be its own episode. <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah. talking about the Predator. Rumi, we have been avoiding talking to each other about this, and I've been dying ever since I saw yeah, this movie. You know, t- I was debating whether I should call you out on it or not, but guys, he texted me yesterday, and it was like a fishing thing. He was like, so did you see it? Did you did you like it? Do you, do you think we're both going to say the same thing? I was like, no, don't. Let's not talk about it. Let's talk about it tomorrow. So do you, I, I was thinking, do you want to just say one, <laughs> two, three, and say whether we liked it or didn't like it? Are we going to thumbs up and thumbs down? Yeah, you want to do that? So thumbs also, up, we'll, say, we'll say one, two, three, and then we'll say thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. All right, ready? You ready? <laughs> I'm, one. I'm watching him in the video, and he's already got his hand pointed down. <laughs> 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 like, you're like, okay, I'm ready. All right, ready? <laughs> okay, ready. <laughs> one, <laughs> one, two, two, three. three. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. What? Whoa! Oh, dude. Oh. I can't. I can't believe I th- this. I saw this movie and I really liked it. Now, maybe if I watch it again right now, I'd be like, wait a minute, that was just first time jitters. But I really liked it. And I walked out with my buddy Barry and Krista and I was like, I really like that. And I said, me and Rumi are going to do an episode in a couple days about this. Wouldn't it be funny if he didn't like it and I do? Because like, I'm not over the moon for it. Don't get me wrong. But I loved it. It was a lot of fun and I'm happy about, I'm happy that it exists. Like I'll buy it on Blu-ray, which is saying a lot right now. And I was like, wouldn't it be weird if Rumi pans it? Because that never happens. I'm always yeah. the panner. You're always the one who's like, what? It was we so have, cool. It had stupid shit in it. We have such a weird role reversal right now because I saw it and I was like, no way Matt's going to like it. And, then I was like, <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. The fact that I'm not loving it means Matt might actually like this movie. Now, we're going to do it this way. We're going to do good, bad, and the ugly. Sergio Leone, you know, classic. Good, bad, the ugly. We're going to talk about the good, we're going to talk about the bad, and then we're going to talk about the ugly. So start with the good. Matt, why did you like it? What was good about this movie for you? I thought it was true to the roots of the Predator. I think the reason that we just like hinted at that we didn't like the at least the first AVP, and I think the reason the second AVP didn't wasn't as well received is because it wasn't true to the Predator as a character or as a creature. It broke some of the rules of him. 
It added things that we didn't ask for and didn't want. It changed things that didn't need to be changed. You know, this was like, okay, he's a hunter. This one had, I mean, oh, and we didn't say this. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil this whole time. So if you're listening to this, get ready because we're going to talk about shit. This we're going to shit all over this movie. Th- this movie's got two predators and one of them is not your conventional predator, but the first one kind of is. They stuck true mostly to the um, the design even. They didn't go with AVP type of designs. He kind of looked like, he looked like a predator. He kind of acted like a predator. The rules that he followed and didn't follow were a predator. Uh, he fucked shit up. He um, sure did. There he were sure a- did. And, and I will say, for me, the good of this movie, the parts I did enjoy, there were lots, there's lots to enjoy here. The fight scenes and the predator action was badass. He stabbed people, he cut people's heads off. Dude, the first moment that I was like, this movie's off to a great start. Predator's invisible, lying on the jungle floor after you think he's been killed, and blood is dripping from mm-hmm. a severed body. Blood is dripping down over the invisible predator to reveal his face, and then the eyes pop open. Bad ass. There's some amazing Predator moments in this movie. I'm not going to lie. I can't take that away from it. And I was even on board before that because in that scene, he's invisible and he's jumping from tree to tree while firing at people and people are firing at him. And that's something that I feel was implied well in the first one, but we don't see it. We see him crawl up or down two or three trees. We see him swing from one tree to another. But you would think, I mean, you even say in the first one, Schwarzenegger looks up and says he's using the trees. And you would think that an agile hunter like that, an athletic thing, would be jumping from one tree to the next. You know, like how Batman runs on rooftops, but through yep. trees. And we see that in this movie right off the bat. That was also cool. I thought it started well, where it was like, listen, if you're all here, you've at least seen the first Predator. So you know the rules, you know the deal. We're not going to jaws this where we're going to, you know, sneak around and not show you the Predator and. You know, like the characters don't know what a predator is yet, but like they're like, fuck that. There's a predator in pretty much the first scene. It's an action sequence and it's really, really good. And I thought it just kept going from there. There's definitely some down points, but uh, why don't you shoot me another good thing or two that you have and then we'll, we'll go back and forth with some goods. I mean, for me, it was just the action. I really liked the way the predators looked. I loved there's a big fight scene on a spaceship where some somebody's in a spaceship and uh, the predators flying away and the guys are. The guys are on top of the spaceship trying not to fall off, and the Predator puts on his, like, shield, and as the shield's closing, it, like, cuts dude's legs off. That was badass. I really like the... the Some of the effects were really good. I thought a lot of the concepts were really good. The Predators looked badass. The fight scenes with the Predators were really good. At one point, the Predator's fighting, like, a, a SWAT team of, like, army guys, and he's impaling them, biting their heads off. I mean, the Predator stuff was great. I can't... I. Uh, like if that alone was what I needed, then I would have been on board all the way. But but there are certain things that we'll get to that I just sure. Well, man, it, it, it you know it you, just s- kept tearing me you apart. touched on how it looked, and I thought that the predator there was a couple downsides that did not look good that we'll talk about when we get to the bad section. But I thought there was a lot of of practical. There was a lot of suits, a lot of action in suits, a lot of stunts yep. where they chose to you know have. A guy in a predator suit, and like you said, you know, a SWAT team guy on wires get thrown. They didn't do it CG. It wasn't a cartoon. It looked like it was shot for real. The predator had some cool gadgets. The predator had some cool armor. 
There is a part where a kid is playing with a predator biomask and it looks like it's made out of like either rigid foam or like uh, like fiberglass. It looks like it weighs nothing and they're making metal noises. But oh, you're touching on the bad. You're touching on that. They look cool. Like I'll, you know, like for the longest time, I wanted all my predator masks to look the same. But that doesn't really make sense, right? Like all hunters trucks don't look the same. All hunters, you know, guns and, and camouflage don't look the same. So I like there would be some different masks and. This I one, suppose. the main predator in this one was close enough to the original without going too crazy. Um, yeah. I like that the predator was like a, a, you know, a little bit bigger than a man, whereas opposed to like AVP had football player predators. I didn't like that. I like these guys yeah. to be, you know, athletic, skinny, like Requiem Predator had a real skinny predator, I thought. But the Kevin Peter Hall played the first predator. He was a great build because he was taller than a hum- than a normal really human. Really tall. Yeah. But like not super skinny and not- he was a good suit actor, you know, and I felt like this yep. harkened to that. The action scenes I thought were really good. I thought they really were on good. point. Yeah. It was I wish it is a product of the times, but I wish it was a little less shaky cam. But for what it was, it was not too much shaky cam that I would pan it, which I think a lot of action movies are. Though I feel like action as a genre is getting better with that. They're starting to like slow down show us a little bit more, you know, have stuff fast paced, but not the camera shots fast paced. Like let the action speak for itself. I thought this movie yeah. did that. Did you, do you think that? Absolutely. I, again, I, I think all the, anytime there was not a human being not being killed on screen, this movie would have, would have sold me a hundred percent. It was exactly what I wanted from that part, that portion of the film. It was exactly what I needed from it. I love the, the action. It was pretty damn gory. I really appreciated that. Those are the good sides for me. I, it would have been an amazing comic book. If this was a mm. comic book that I read, yeah, I, agree. I, I, I buy it 100%. I agree. Is it, ti- is it time to get into the bad? Yeah. <laughs> We've done six minutes of good. I know. Right now, I'm, 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 I'm hovering over, pulled my pants down. I'm hovering over this movie right now. <laughs> I can't believe this is, I mean, I guess go ahead because I can't. I mean, I could pile up all my bad, and I, I would guarantee that everything I think is bad, you're going to think is bad. But there clearly has to be, you either had to have thought it was worse than I thought it was, the bad, or you got to have way more bad than me. So yeah, let's let's get well, into it. Let's see what it you all, got. It all comes down to one question, Rumi. How do you like RoboCop 3? This is terrible. This is just RoboCop 3. This whole movie was just Fred Decker, who's one of the co-writers, trying to salvage RoboCop 3. It has a stupid child hacker, which to me is unforgivable. (laughs) It is unforgivable what they do to the kid in this movie. And the kid was a great actor. Kid, if you're listening, you did a great job. You only did what you were told to do. you You can't defend that script, though. They tried to make autism a superpower. The predators come to Earth to steal DNA, and they're coming for the biggest and the strongest and the most badass. And they, and at the end of the movie, the big twist is not that they're coming for the kid's father. They're coming for the autistic kid who somehow has figured out how to decloak and use predator technology. Even so, to the point at the end of the movie, the governor gives him a fucking job and he's like a little kid with tinker toys, like solving predator language problems. Unfucking forgivable. They did this in Robocop 3, which Fred Decker wrote. They, gave, they did it in Robocop 3 where they had some kid like tame a fucking ed 209 like a puppy which they did in this movie again where they had the predator dogs tamed like a fucking puppy that was so fucking stupid dude you can't tell me that that wasn't dumb as fuck (laughs) i can't tell you it's dumb as fuck but i overlooked it i like i wish you guys could see him 
on the video because he is flipping the fuck out. His hands losing my mind right now over the place. Everything you just said is is fine. I guess as someone who works with kids a lot and knows a lot of autistic <gasps> kids, I think it's interesting that they tried to reframe that. I did not think Predator. I mean, let's call this Predator Four, right? I don't Ugh. think Predator Four was the right platform to make a stand for autism or Tourette's, which is also featured heavily in the movie. But <sighs> I didn't. I didn't necessarily put that. Uh, I didn't put that against it. It was like that was awkward. Like the actual ending of the movie is awkward, and I was like, I don't hold you. I don't hold that against you. But what the fuck was that about? Look, I overlook tons of shit. I love. <laughs> I love bad movies. I love lots of bad movies. Oh, I and I love, to, I love to overlook things because it's like, no, nah, I was fine. There's tons of killing. And this movie kept doing it to me where I'm like, fuck yeah, kill. You know what? This mo-. And it kept doing it. Oh, man, this movie might be back on track. Oh, it might be a bad. If, if it goes this pace the whole time, we'll be fine, Predator. You've won me back. It kept doing it. Like the giant Predator would come in, impale a couple dudes, rip a guy's face off, spill some intestines. I'm like, okay, I'm back. I'm back. I can forgive all that other shit beforehand. And then like, then they'd bring that little kid back. I'm like, what are you doing, Predator? And it's like, hey, little kid, decipher this code so we can open the door. And the kid's like, beep, boop, beep, boop. I'm a genius. Ah. And I'm like, you What about when he was wearing the mask for Halloween? I was so out at that moment. That was like the first time that like, so remember I've made the analogy, like watching a movie for me is like a balloon that you're trying to keep in the air. And like every time you have something cool, it pops it up. Dude, the second the little kid puts on the predator mask and goes out in Halloween, and this predator mask is huge on his head, he looks like a moron. The balloon just popped, <laughs> just popped. What about when he walks up to that house and that guy's like, "You want some candy?" and throws some shit and hits him in the helmet? <sighs> okay, this movie was so heavy-handed with the "Hey guys, wink, wink." Right. Remember, Remember those the other first movies? One? Yeah. There's a there's a moment where they're they're at a, a base, they're at some sort of military base, and they see some motorcycles and they're like, let's steal those motorcycles. So how do they say that? They go, get to the chopper. But they say it's so stilted, like they might as well just look at the screen and go, wink. And it was like one of those things like you had already shown me a child wearing a stupid looking predator mask on his head that the balloon was on the floor. All the stuff in between was like lifting it a little bit. But by the time you gave me like a ham fisted insert wink and nod to another movie that I enjoyed, it just made me mad. I feel like we switched big time roles here because I know like I know walking into it. I hoped that they said something like run to the helicopter because that I thought would have been funnier than get to the chopper. But I thought it was funny. Um, I was fine with the fact that they were doing winks and stuff. And actually beautiful motherfucker. See, for me, I thought I was not going to like Shane Black's writing in this. I thought. I normally really like his writing, but I didn't think that him doing a buddy cop, because he writes great, great buddy cop, fun, you know, two guys in some crazy action situation with funny dialogue. I didn't yeah, think so that was going to work those of you who don't, For those of you who don't know, Shane Black and Fred Decker wrote this movie. They first collaborated on Monster Squad, which is a movie that I really like. I'm wearing the shirt right now. Oh, I forgot that was them. Shane Black went on to write most of the Lethal Weapon movies uh, he wrote Last Action Hero, another movie that I really like. Uh, Fred Decker went on to write and direct House. He wrote and direct RoboCop 3, which fucking awful, and, and, and a handful of other things. But a theme throughout all of these is like little kids are superheroes and little kids are magic. And, and if you're a little kid, that's great. But I hate child hackers in movies. It's one of my biggest pet peeves is when kids are super geniuses. 
and they did it in Jurassic Park, but like the biggest offender to me is RoboCop 3, and they rehashed it again for this movie. I, but yeah, the writing, the writing. Let's talk about the writing. Well, I like it was not great. It was not amazing. It was not any the end all be all. It's not the best Shane Black movie. It's not this or that. But I he walked did nice in, guys. What's that? He did nice guys, he, which was great. He did nice guys. He did kiss kiss bang bang, which is one of my great. absolute favorites. But I see. Here's the thing. I didn't think that I was gonna like his writing in a Predator movie in an action movie like that. Yeah. I I feel like I I mean, is that how I wanted it to play out? Maybe not. Did it detract from it? No. I was actually way more on board than I thought I was gonna be. There were moments when it worked, but I felt like so like. One of the main characters, he's a sniper, he finds the Predator, the government's trying to silence him, so they put him in this group of, like, unstable soldiers, and to me, the writing was like two 16-year-olds, because it's so jam-packed full of your mama and yes, pussy jokes. I agree. Like, it, it just seemed juvenile, and it's like, it didn't serve those characters, it made them cartoonish, none of them were developed beyond the bus scene where they were like, hey, I'm crazy because I'm crazy. Woo, check this out. Were hey, they, I'm crazy. They literally take turns introducing themselves, which is like, what are you going to do? It's a movie. I get it. But that's like, they were like, okay, that guy finished. Now it's my turn. I'm the yeah. religious guy. I'm the crazy yep. guy. I'm the guy with Tourette's. Fuck, pussy. <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> you know, like, like, again, for me, I think it was, if you don't count AVP or AVP 2, it's the fourth Predator movie. And so the third Predator sequel it's but ex- you've had long enough to know know better. Who who's you? The the, the writers, anybody. Right. You've had almost, you've had years since the last good Predator movie. You should know better. Yeah, but and also you've written you've written better movies. This isn't like it, it wasn't like you went from RoboCop three to this movie and then I don't expect better. But you also have the guy who did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Nice Guys, which were incredibly written. You know better. <laughs> Is this what it's like when I don't like a movie and you do? Yes. <laughs> and here's the thing. I was thrilled every time we got back to some action because I'm like, I, again, I said you could you could have won me over every time. And but I was so deep in the hole. By the time the kid figured out the predator language and had summoned them to the planet and was wearing the, their helmet as a as a Halloween costume, I, it, you were so deep in the hole with me that not enough like gut entrail spilling, giant claw stabbing, arm cutting off could save it. It was really disappointing because I kept being like, okay, good, get back to it, get back to it. You can win me over. I'm still here for you guys. And then. They just would do something terrible. Like, you know, some characters would just disappear from scene to scene. Like, that's the type of stuff <laughs> I started noticing. Yes. And that's, see, but again, I'm saying it's an action movie. It's the fourth one. And while that made it a less good movie for me, it was fine as a Predator movie. The Predator did what the Predator was supposed to do. It did not do thing. It didn't do things that the Predator doesn't do. Sure. I thought it was done well, like, uh, like, you know, the AVP movies, they had, some of them had cool ideas, but then they were executed in a video game CG style. And it was like, this is boring now to watch. I didn't think that happened in this. No, if, if, if they had stayed fighting and stopped talking, it would have been fine. <laughs> Do you think, okay, let me ask you this, because this is something that I thought about going in and then didn't care about once it started. Do you think the fact that the dialogue was mostly comedic, whether it was 16-year-old, fart, pussy, poop, comedic or just the fact that it was comedy as opposed to action one-liners mostly or badass dialogue like the first one or maybe the second one had do you think the fact that the dialogue in this one 
being so goofy and comedic on any scale, do you think that detracted from the overall talking parts for you? The fact that it was bad, yes. If it if it was actually clever and funny, if it was as clever and funny as 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 like Lethal Weapon or as any of his other movies, like Lethal Weapon is basically played for laughs, but it's still a pretty solid action movie, and and that's where it worked. I mean, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the nice guys again, pretty fucking funny, but super funny. But if that same dialogue was in a Predator movie, because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking if this is nice guys, but with Predator, I'm gonna be out because those two worlds don't seem to combine for me. Now, while I don't think the dialogue in this was predator was was nice guys, and you might be right, maybe it's two sixteen-year-old stupid bullshit. But Pussy. I, like <laughs> it, yeah, but uh, at that point, <laughs> at that same token, though, I was like, all right, it's a bunch of like weird miscreant soldier guys, and clearly, also, they're trying to make this movie for teenage boys. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, probably teenage me would have loved it, but. Well, no, because it still had that that hacker kid. If you remove the the magical savant out of it, I I think I think I would have been not sunk within the first thirty minutes. I can understand that, and I have no like I'm I couldn't I couldn't debate it or try to convince you because the things that you're saying are true. I just think yes. for whatever reason they didn't bother me as much. Like you're right, savant kid, you know, technical genius, especially a technological genius. I mean, it's it's my biggest pet peeve in all of cinema. My biggest pet peeve it, completely. If I'm watching a movie and suddenly there's some kid who they're like, oh, he has some some issues. He's on the spectrum, but it makes him a superhero when it comes to hacking or something. It's just it's just lazy. And it's I mean, I've met kids who are super smart. I've met kids who are autistic. They they can be super smart, but at the end of the day, they're still children. They don't have the experience to hack alternate technology. They might be really quick to pick up on like where the connections are and like understand pieces, but they're not solving the problem that government scientists have been spending like eleven years or thirty years or whatever they said in the movie trying to figure out. That autistic kid doesn't solve it in the five minutes that he sees it. It's not a Rubik's cube. <laughs> I uh, I have no argument for that. I just don't. I don't. It didn't bother me as much because I allowed it. Like, I feel like it. You're right. And there was some moments where if that kid wasn't there, they wouldn't have been able to progress to the next whatever. But I feel like they didn't make it a huge, huge deal. If anything, I felt like the the father Quinn was just like, "Let's get into this firefight." Hey, kid, get behind me. Hey, girl, protect my kid. It was very much yeah. like it was not as much like. My son is the only thing that matters to me. I need to get back to my son. The predator's after my son. We have to go back for my son. It wasn't as much of that as I was afraid it was going to be. I thought that's where it was going to go. But he was just pretty much like, yeah, let's try to keep my son safe. Let's just do our best. (laughs) And again, like I said, you could have won me over. There There were so many moments where I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm back. Great. Let's stick with it. And then something would happen. You're just like, really, movie? Like, come on. Let me tell you, you just, let me hit you with some of the stuff that I, that struck me. Okay. First of all, no one can get fucking killed by getting shot in the head. There's a main character who shoots himself in the head and he survives. He later shoots a predator dog in the head. It survives. They later shoot the ultimate predator in the head. It survives. There's like yeah. headshots do not mean anything. Like someone had a cheat code on in the movie so that like yeah. headshots were ineffective. Olivia Munn jumps on the back of the ultimate predator, puts the gun to his head and pulls the trigger like nine, ten times. And the predator still 
lives for a few more minutes. This is also one of those movies where like, they're like, our guns are ineffective, except sometimes they also work on it. And you're like, oh, wait, what? Like I watch people with the same gun shoot from like five feet away and shoot like point blank. And sometimes the results seem to differ, not only on the regular predator, but the ultimate predator, as well as these predator dogs. Oh, and the predator dogs, they kill one of them almost immediately. So you're like, well, glad that was in the movie. And then they shoot the other one point blank in the head and he becomes their friend. (laughs) I agree. I'm going to start with the dog itself. We've already seen predator dogs and it like Mm -hmm. in in predators. So I'm fine that these dogs look different. Although these dogs kind of look like an uglier predator. And I don't know why like they had little dreads and everything. Why did, did somebody have sex with a dog? Well, like, why did they have to look like dogs? Hu- like, our dogs don't look like humans. Our dogs don't have the same haircuts that we have. Imagine that. <laughs> like, imagine if my fucking dog, Mr. Freeze, had a big, poofy, red-headed flop mop. Like, <laughs> there's another thing for you fucking guys to draw. But, like, I didn't understand of all the fucking designers that you had... The best you can come up with was like a, a predator with nout mandibles and a smashed in face and a bony head. That was the dog. So like design yeah. wise, I was automatically out. And then, yeah, like I feel like there was no other way to to make it like if you wanted the device of that dog helping them at certain times, that's fine. But the best way to do it was to give it a, lobo- a lobotomy by shooting it in the head point blank and it didn't kill it. And then yeah. the the real problem, and I thought about this a lot as I was trying to figure out how to explain it to you was. It essentially would just shooting it in the head turned it into a deuce ex machina where that dog would just show up out of nowhere when they needed it. And it would show up with something like a grenade in his mouth for them to like yeah. ha- figure something out. And it was like, what the fuck was that? Like, that was the best device that you can come up with to move this scene along was then the dog shows up with a grenade. Then the dog shows up with a this. The dog attacks the ultimate predator at the end. For no reason, like why? And it's also, and also off screen. You haven't you haven't seen the dog for like the past ten minutes. You assume right. the dog died in a massive explosion, and then the dog's <laughs> like, "Surprise, I'm here!" And you're like, "You were locked in a truck, dog, next to a spaceship that exploded. How'd you get out of that one?" So fucking the, weird. The, the truck the truck had the shields up. I'm looking at the dog predator from Predators, the with the, the one on the on the planet. Yeah. Looks different. Looks awesome. I'm okay with it. it. Has all these spikes growing out of it. It has a, a weird face. Well, at least it doesn't look like a predator. I don't think the yeah. same animal a different animal should look like the same animal. That tells you that some fucking predator was like taking predators and splicing them with dogs until they looked like them. You ever notice how some dogs look like their owners? (laughs) So weird. Maybe that was the visual joke they were going for, but the Predator gear, I liked for the most part. A couple things. Sure. I I don't like it when it varies too much from the original, but then again, like, okay, it's the fourth in the series, and yeah, you know, shit would be different. Um, I didn't understand why McKenna gets this gauntlet. The gauntlet, boop, poops out a little marble at him. The marble turns him invisible. Then he swallows the marble, and I admit I forgot about it till later when he poops it out and then uses it again, but mm-hmm. why was it a marble just so that he could swallow it? Why, yeah. would the pred- like how, why would the predator make that gauntlet shoot an invisible poop marble out to make you invisible? Just so he could swallow That's it. That's the only reason why, and that uh, makes no also, sense. He- they use it in the lamest ways possible. Like, Agreed. Only once is it used the way it's supposed to. Also, have you not pooped in like a week, dude? Like... How long does that marble take to pass through your body? Like, you, well, I thought you, it was only poop- a couple days. I thought it was only a day or two. Between him getting picked up, interrogated, escaping, 
yeah. and coming back. I just assumed it was like one day or two. I'd assume it was longer than that, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, either way, you, what, you're, what you're saying makes sense. But for me, what? I was just, as a, as a, a, not a device in the Predator world, but in a, as a movie progressive device, I was like, really? It has to be yeah. a ball? Like, what, like, the other Predators didn't need their, their cloaking device to disengage from their wrist. Why the fuck would that happen? And why would it be in the shape of a little nugget? <laughs> that you can swallow. Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, yeah, and, and as I mentioned, there's a moment where Olivia Munn jumps on the Predator and starts shooting his brains out. She's established as being like this meek scientist. Mm-hmm. By the end of the movie, she's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which, I yeah, I didn't care for that either. Again, I'm not saying she can't pick up a gun and fire, but she seemed <clears throat> fully acquainted with heavy weaponry. Like she was comfortable with it. Like she wasn't like, oh, oh my yeah. goodness, how do I... She wasn't uh, picking up a rocket launcher and shooting it backwards. And I'm not saying she can't. I mean, I, I and and I think I think all the actors did what they were supposed to do. I don't think anybody was a a bad actor in this movie. I thought she did a great job. I thought all the guys on the bus, the 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 ragtag team of soldiers, I thought they were all they were all good at portraying the characters that they were told to. It was just I thought the script just had a lot of bad moments that didn't serve the actors well oh i agree with that but i didn't care again i probably wouldn't care if you hadn't kept if you hadn't kept reminding me of what i wasn't liking what did you think about the ultimate predator being a different type of predator being that it was like like, he seemed like he had a lot that the other predators didn't i don't know if it was on purpose or not because the movies are not clear with it but it seemed like he had all the benefits of the mask in his own face built in it i mean again i i'm not that doesn't bother me at all that that i would have been like give me whatever predator you want i'll I'll take it it's it's a predator is he killing people great it was really (laughs) weird how they portrayed this stuff because so you see him fighting they hop into a rv they're driving away olivia munn looks out the back window and goes did you see that he built an endoskeleton under his skin and i'm like no 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 i didn't see that because you didn't show me that you want to go back and show me that movie? Oh yeah, and at one point his eyes just flicker, and you can he can see see like he has the mask on, but he doesn't. That's kind of weird. The but- CG eyes, both of them at numerous time had CG Pennywise eyes, and one yep. of them was when you said that blood was dripping on what you think yeah. is an invisible <sighs> dead predator, and then he opens these big yellow Pennywise eyes, and I was like, nope. I was like, do not start this. Oh no, that I like that a lot. I really like that. I like the idea of the blood falling on his face and I like the idea that his eyes opened, but why couldn't you have done that practically or at least made it not look like a cartoon? They were big yellow eyes. I felt like I was in a Mickey Mouse cartoon. Cuz it's like cat eyes in the dark, like no. when you take a picture of them. No. Yeah, that these was were cool. like Pennywise 2017 eyes where you're like, "No, why didn't you just shoot the fucking actor?" There you are, Rumi. If I was in the same place, I'd, I'd be pulling your face back like it, like that little kid in Hook, and I'd be like, there you are. There you are not liking cool things, Rumi. <laughs> well, that was that. There was one or two other CG things that didn't look great, but for the most part, sure. I thought the CG actually looked pretty good. I thought the, the cloaking I, yeah. device looked good. I thought, the, like you said, the shield at the end, of the, uh, at the end on the ship itself. I thought that was like a, a silly you know, convection in the movie, but like, okay, it was fine. It was fun. It it gave them an extra challenge. I don't know how the kid in a jail cell knew that the predator was going to turn on that thing. And even if he, let's just say he could see it and he reads predator language. How did he know that there were three guys on top of the ship? How could he have seen or felt or known 
that those guys were there. That doesn't um, make sense. Because he's autistic sense. and he can hear everything and he's a genius and he's like <laughs> he's like Daredevil without without the suit. Because <laughs> that's what happens when you're on the spectrum, Matt. You have all these unexplained powers. It's the next step of evolution. The next step that's and that's what they say. They're like the predators are evolving. They're they're coming here to collect DNA to help evolve themselves. Fine. I'm not opposed to that. That seems like fun. But the <laughs> fact that they were like, let's get this kid on the spec. What are you going to get? A predator who can understand every language but is afraid of dogs? <laughs> <laughs> or the fire alarm. I don't want to poke fun at autism, but. Um, no, I don't. It's I, I'm, I'm not. Well, I would. I would when she's not said a superpower. That, I was like, I haven't heard that that's possibly the next step of evolution. So I don't know enough to agree or disagree with that. But I wanted to be like, well, I'll give the movie credit for, you know, claiming something like that. I did read that Shane Black has Tourette's. I don't know if that's true or not, but I read that that's part of why he wrote Fuck, Tom, Jane's, <laughs> Tom Jane's character like that. Um, but Completely but, but, unnecessary. I, so being socially awkward at parties is the next step of evolution? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I thought it was fun. I thought the, the the last act pretty much like the not the last act but the the um how they fought and eventually killed the ultimate predator got a little long and 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 the same shit that you thought would happen but I like the uh the government guy who was tracking them down who oh suddenly wasn't in the movie anymore Yeah then he <laughs> What about I like when they walk in she walks in and she sees the predator bolted to a table and he's like this is the predator and she's yeah. like, a predator is something that kills for survival. If he kills for fun, that's a hunter. That is it's something that I have thought numerous, numerous times. So when that happened, and it happened really on in the movie, early on in the movie, I was like, oh, you're speaking my language. Because I love predators. I love everything about them. But there are a couple, based Great. on the movies, there's a couple inconsistencies based on their culture and their mythos. But also, like, that is not what a predator is. The original movie was going to be titled Hunter. And Hunter yeah. would have made more sense because that is what a hunter is. She calls yep. it a bass fisherman. I don't know if I agree with that, but that's it the was right cool, idea. Though. I, and I was on board for that. I was so on board. I was like, I love that you are aware of some of your own sort of silly rules. And he's like, Predator sounds cooler, right? And everybody's like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> see? I, and that there's some of the clever dialogue working. There's some of that cleverness working to its advantage. There were a lot of moments where you're like, that was clever and that worked. And, and again, you could have won me over at any point in this movie. The end, the last, the, the last like big battle, you know, I was on for the ride. It was fun. They're fighting on the ship, fighting the Predators, kicking the shit out of them. But then there's this little tag at the end of the movie oh, where yeah. Olivia Munn disappears. The bad guy they fought disappears. Suddenly this guy's like, I'm the big bad soldier man in charge of, of Predator Research Area 51 lab. And he walks into this room and his son's there like plugging things into the mask and be like, I figured it all out, dad. I'm awesome. He's and they're like, like this kid's amazing. He's like, great. You have your own desk. Yeah. I'm going to tell your mom. And like, so, okay, great. I, I, I was out the second that kid had his own desk at the research lab. <laughs> but then they have this big coffin and they're like something's inside and they're like, oh boy. And I was like, this is something that the, predator, the, the first predator, the predator in this movie brought theoretically to help humankind against the right. predators. He came to help the people. Why is he killing everybody for the first 30 <laughs> minutes of the movie? <laughs> he came to help them. Why was he killing everyone for the first 30 minutes if he came to help? Why would why didn't he come in peace? 
What the fuck? So you brought them stuff to help. And uh, I thought ahead. when they're leading up to that and they have this coffin, they're like, we found this in a ship. And guess what? This, you know, the content was intact. I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be uh, a, Arnold a, Schwarzenegger. Well, a lot of people thought Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I was like, that doesn't really make sense. And I didn't I didn't hear anything about that. I was like, how cool would it be, though, if it was an alien and they opened it and it was a xenomorph chained in there? And I was like. Oh, so the Xenomorph comes to Earth. We know, because we've seen all the Alien movies, that he wasn't coming here to help us. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. Then I was like, wait, what if it's Skynet or a Terminator? What if it's something, oh, how cool would that be? And I was like, that all makes sense, because that explains why he would be killing people at the beginning, because he wasn't here to help us. You know, last week we did the Predator versus Everybody episode that was so freaking awesome. I think it was a big disservice, because I'm watching this movie, and it's like... Man, it'd be a lot cooler if he was fighting Spider-Man right now. It'd be so much cooler <laughs> if this was a turn. Like, we came up with so many better ideas that this movie just kind of glossed over all the good opportunities. I but, kind of felt so, that so way anyway, too. <laughs> so, so what happens? They find this, they open the sarcophagus. What's inside, Rumi? Uh, something that is dormant, they say. And it yeah. looks kind of like a weird little, I don't know, alien head or something. And then they pick it up and then it looks like a piece of machinery. And yeah. some random doctor who we haven't met, we haven't even been introduced to, he picks it up and all of a sudden it jumps on his arm like a gauntlet and it looks yep. kind of, fo- it looks like a toy. Like it looks like if you went to like Toys R Us and got the Hasbro Bo- Boba Fett, you know, cosplay set that came with an oversized <laughs> mask, an oversized gauntlet, an oversized gun that when you yep. put it on, it looks funny on you. It's on his arm and all of a sudden Iron Man's all over him makes him into like all this predator armor with like four different guns with lasers on everybody in the room. And he's standing there and there's like a Mexican standoff and no one knows what to do. And then it folds back in and then falls to the floor. Yeah. And again, it has dreadlocks. Why did it replicate their haircut? I think the predator must be like the the race must be really proud of their hair. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's like he, he gets an Iron Man suit to fight predators, but why does it have their haircut? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> also so then and then so then mckenna goes it's my suit for fighting predators and i wanted i so was laughing my ass off because the scientist would have been like oh uh, you might want to wash that before you put it on <laughs> uh anything in the pants were in there when i got it <laughs> well like i thought it was fine i just thought it was awkward pants. and then it ends there like it it ends there i guess teasing that in the next movie, this guy will have this... I thought it was like War Machine. It was essentially like Marvel's Iron Man War Machine character. Yeah. But looked like a Predator. And I was like... That... I, it just seems so anticlimactic. And what an awkward way to show us that. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been more cool to open that sarcophagus thing and just have all the different Predator pieces of armor in there. That's it. It didn't need to like be all over somebody. I thought that was like, how cool. And you're like, yeah, but I saw Iron Man before. I've seen that movie. What is, who cares Stop about Stop making everything Iron Man. Iron Man was cool. Iron Man was a great movie, but guess what? Everything is becoming Iron Man. Batman's becoming Iron yes. Man. Yes. Spider-Man's Fucking Iron Predators. Man. Predators. Spider-Man's Iron Man. Yep. Predator's becoming Iron Man. Stop making, like, if I had to pick a movie that influenced the past 10 years of movies, it, it would be Iron Man because it created the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which has changed all movies, every movie is a superhero movie because of the success of Iron Man. Everything has all these like like suits that climb all over you. Everything. Batman, Speaking of which, Spider-Man. I just saw the Venom, was seeing Predator, the Predator 
I saw the Venom trailer before it. It's the first Venom trailer I've seen because you know I don't watch trailers unless I see them either on TV yeah. during commercials or a movie. It's the first time I saw it. They shouldn't call it Venom. They should call it Confused Tom Hardy with a black arm because that whole movie, he's just choking people out while looking apologetic slash confused with a Tom Hardy face because Venom is crawling all over his arm, not on the rest of his body. It's like it, I saw him choke out like five guys with a black Venom arm while looking like, I don't understand what's happening with his Tom Hardy face. Show me fucking Venom. Give, give me a percentage. How much is scared Tom Hardy with, with Venom arm and how much is going to be full on Venom? 90, 10, 90%, 10% based on the trailer. That would be my exact guess too. Like by the end of the movie, he's like, okay, Venom, do your thing. And then he turns into full Venom. And I can't stand that because like that's, that's a trope I think that uh, I'm sure it's contractual and I'm sure it's people being stupid making movies. But like, they're like, well, if you see Spider-Man, you want to see the actor playing him. No, I don't want to see Peter Parker. I want to see Spider-Man. I don't want to see Tony Stark. I know Tom Hardy is okay. He was Bane. His face was covered the entire time. So he's okay with that. They I shouldn't assume. be okay. Like if you're in a movie playing a superhero villain, whatever, that has a conventional mask, like it's one thing if you change it. Like if it's not Bane from the comics, you're changing it to Bane, the Dark Knight robot mask. Okay, fine. If you're making that design change for whatever reason, okay, that's fine. But like if you're making Venom be Venom, Venom should have a Venom face. Like it's on the trailer. It's on the poster. You have the face. Why does it have to always go back down? If you're Iron Man, why do you have to be Iron Man's body with Tony Stark's face walking around? That's not how you would be in a fight. Why does Spider-Man's face have to open up in a fight? What are we talking about? The Predator? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. There was actually a lot of Predator face in this, but it's funny because I kind of like the Predator mask more than the face, but then the face is so cool too. Um, I didn't like the mask in this movie because it kind of had like a scream face going on. Like its eyebrows was like real frumpy and its mouth was like, oh, I don't know. I did okay. not like the mask. And, it's, and you know, when I liked the mask the least, when the little kid was wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was it was fucking ludicrous, but I was like, whatever. I don't care. Well, let me ask you this. You had said you wanted to talk good, bad and ugly. Is there a separate ugly category in your mind? Oh, it all blended together. <laughs> no, I, I was like, if that was the bad, what's the ugly going to be like? The ugly was that you just tried to recreate RoboCop 3. It was just RoboCop 3 over again. The jetpack scene and everything. It was just... I hate to say that now I have to go back and watch RoboCop 3. Wait, was there a jetpack I, scene in this? N- no, but it was. It had moments that were that bad. We were just like, oh, no. Really? It is. I can see. I and I can't argue against that. I was going to try to convince you. Like I thought you were going to be like, oh, I didn't like this about the Predator. I didn't like this about the people. But uh, like, I love the Predator. The Predator and the people were fine. There, I had nothing wrong with the the plot of of army guys, mis, misfit army guys fighting a Predator. There was nothing wrong with that. Scientist who, for some reason, joins the team. The loonies. I, whatever. Fine. Yeah, the loonies. That's all fine. But it was just you had killed me from the beginning when the Predator accidentally gets called to the planet. Like, that was dumb. When just the inconsistencies of what are you doing with this dog? Why? You know, and then on top of that, juvenile pussy jokes constantly, nonstop, wall to wall. Juvenile pussy jokes should only be used in a Predator movie twice. My pussy's <laughs> as big as a house, and boy, you got a big pussy. Just twice. Yeah. Ugly motherfucker. The ham, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it lost me in the in-betweens, and I think it lost itself. It was very inconsistent, but again, normally I can overlook that stuff when you have such cool things going on, but 
I don't. I don't know. It just. Ugh, I didn't like. <laughs> this is stupid, but I didn't like how either predator walked or moved when uh, the main predator. So the main predator was played by a guy named Brian Prince, who hasn't done a lot of stuff, but he's like a stunt guy. Yeah. He walked like a badass. Like when he's <laughs> half naked <laughs> in the in the research facility and he's breaking out. After yeah. he fucks up everybody in that room, which is an amazing scene. I thought that Great was scene. really cool, and it's exactly what you want to see. Like, what would a trapped predator be like? fucking shit up even though he's unarmed awesome. he did not care he was killing everyone Super then he was cool. like walking down a hallway he was like literally like big beefy arms out walking like he her he and i i was like he, if i was a- he was walking like conor mcgregor after he wins a belt yeah yeah that and that's what i was thinking like an mma fighter and i think for, <laughs> for you know my nerdy ass money i would rather a predator in an unknown environment without any of his tools or shit would be like skulking, right? Like he would sneak, I would think. And then if he has to kill, kill like motherfucking crazy. Yeah, I I, I would have liked to seen him do like a shoulders against the wall, lean yes. around the corner, That's what I make sure there's no like, dudes right? with guns there. Yeah, yeah, he definitely wasn't hunting. He was definitely walking through, just punking everybody he saw. But I mean, like, again, like I could, I could chalk that off to like, he's super pissed. He just wiped out a room full of armed people. So like, he's probably not worried about the competition. But like, right. it would have like, to me, that's the predator I want. But that being said, like I feel like AVP shit on the predator that I know and love. Whereas I don't feel like this shit on it. It just no, changed it a didn't things. shit on it. And again, it's it's probably a fitting, you know, third movie. I know it's you know fourth or six, depending on which one you count. <laughs> if you don't yeah. count a- the AVP series, right? They're their own thing, but. So, so here's something that happened during the movie. I, I have to tell this story because I've been wanting to tell you. Okay. So we're in the movie. They've just Who'd you killed go with? Who'd one you of go the. With? I went with basically my the whole VFX team of The Walking Dead. Okay. It was me, the post producer, our data wrangler, his wife, the producer, and her boyfriend. The way you said the word data, uh, you said data, and I, I heard D A D A, and I'm imagining data. that like he wrangles all the dadas. <laughs> over here sir over here yeah. no no <laughs> Dada. sir come over here put down that funny hat come over here i'm i'm sorry continue <laughs> so they had just killed the dog they just shot the one dog in the head the predator dogs and uh suddenly an alarm started going off and the lights came up and everybody was like in the annoyed theater? in the movie theater oh, okay and I immediately got up, walked to the exit, and I bump checked. I put my back against the wall like I was a predator doing a real thing. And I bump checked the door to see if it was going to explode. And I slowly opened the door, see if somebody was going to shoot me if I opened the door. And I walked out. And everybody's like, dude, you booked it out of there. I was like, do you know what time we live in? If I'm watching a movie and something starts happening that is not normal, I'm walking to that exit as calmly and fastly as possible. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And I was like, it was just the fire alarm. And I was like, what country do you live in right now? I, I, and like, I didn't think something was happening. <laughs> right. Like, I, I want the benefit of the doubt. But even if it is just an alarm, as quick as I can, I'm going to stand up and walk to that exit. Oh, I would have the same thing. And cautiously walk out. I'm not fucking around. I agree. I would have the same thing. I'm proud of you, Rumi. So it was it was a very strange movie to watch because then we had to stand outside. And, and while they're doing that, I'm screaming about like, they're like, why did you leave? I was like, did you not see what, hap- what happens in this country? Like... People shoot things up, and I was like, I shouldn't probably be screaming about mass shootings in front of the movie theater with everybody standing outside, confused and worried. Well, so. it sounds like you did the right thing. I'm proud of you. I'm proud to hear that. But my question for you is, at any point, 
from the point that the alarm sounded to the to the time that they said, "Okay, it's no big deal. You can come back in." Did any at any point did you think, "What if what if it's a predator?" I was hoping that this was like some movie gimmick where a guy in a predator suit was going to come in and start <laughs> fucking shit up. <laughs> They're like. Fuck 3D. We're do- we're going back to like House on Haunted Hill shit, where like somebody comes into the theater dressed as the Predator and fucks things up. <laughs> that would have been pretty. That cool. would have been awesome. If you were to give it stars, how many stars would you give it out of five? Out of five? Yeah, three, three and a half. Honestly, me too. Interesting. We're at the same like level of what it was. I didn't think it was like they made the movie well. It was just. There were things about it that just annoyed the fuck out of me. Maybe the like perception walking in was different. Like maybe my bar was so low that when this movie exceeded that bar, which it did for me, and again, I'm not giving it any awards, but like I'm gonna buy it. I liked it a lot. I'd watch it again. I would if you were here or like if if I saw it with Barry, who's and and Krista. Krista usually does almost everything with me, but Barry's my movie guy. If I had seen it without Barry, and then Barry was like, "Let's go see it," I would see it again. Like it's there's not very like I wouldn't have done that with Avengers. I wouldn't have done that that morning. One of the guys I went with, his friend does movie reviews, and he goes, "Oh, my friend just told me it was the worst movie he'd seen all year." So I went in expecting that level. My my expectations were so low, and I was like. Other people are saying it's the worst ever. There's no way that I'm not going to enjoy it more than they did because I'm a very forgiving movie watcher. If there's some predators and they're going to kill some things, I'm going to like this movie. And it managed to fuck that up. Magical hacker kids. All right. So if I was going to say, if they could release an Aaron cut and it, yeah. it, it removed that whole kid or at least removed his hacker ability, would that, would that save it? Yes. If the kid had just turned on the gauntlet Okay, fine. Fine. If the kid was like, I found this cool thing, beep, bop, boop, I don't know what I've done, but I've pressed buttons, and then suddenly the Predator's like, oh, now I know where that is. But when the kid's putting on the mask and, like, figuring shit out, and there's exposition, and there's st- the government now wants the kid so that he can decipher Predator stuff for him and give him a job, that kid's getting a 401k and a pension off the government. <laughs> By the, the end of this movie. As genius as that kid is, they established that he thought he was playing a video game when he was doing that. So he's not that smart. <laughs> Again, he should have just been a kid. If he had accidentally turned it on, that's fine. <laughs> was that it? Was that the main part for you? Was that the worst part or or equally bad was the dialogue and the goofy, you know, talking and stuff? I if, if I probably could have forgiven all the rest of the movie. If you hadn't had the catalyst and the lazy, lazy exposition of constantly being like, well, how do we figure that out? Let's wheel this kid in here. You're a fucking government scientist in an underground base and you can't figure this shit out and you need like a nine-year-old kid? Like, get out of here with that. Just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I guess, I, you're right. I guess I just was like, whatever. Maybe if I was a nine-year-old, this would have been freaking awesome. And again, like, yeah, maybe there's an Aaron cut where that kid isn't the savior of humanity. I think you're jealous you're point. just not an autistic genius. Maybe so. <laughs> you're jealous you have to push push buttons on a computer like the rest of us. I know. I'm jealous that the government isn't like, hey, kid, I know you thought you were a misfit, but <laughs> guess what? You're the savior. And look, go back and look at all their movies, all of Fred Decker's movies, 
a lot, a lot of Shane Black's movies, there's always a kid yes. who is special. Yeah. Even in The Nice Guys, the guy's daughter is smarter than the two detectives. Correct. In The Monster Squad, the kids are special. You know, and 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 I I guess that's a thing in movies, and I, I get it because we all kind of want that when we're kids, but I guess I just always had the reality that, no, I'm going to have to fight for what I want. I'm going to have to grow up someday, and I'm going to have to be an adult. And this movie, it's it's just it's just fantasy. Predators aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Would you watch it again? I'd watch it again with you. If you were sitting around and you were like, you had two hours and you turned it on, it no. was on HBO, you wouldn't watch it? I would skip it like I would skip Robocop 3. Damn. See, I would love to watch it with you now. So they just had the Steelbook come out of all the all uh, three Predator movies, the Predator, Predator 2, and Predators. I was like, I'm going to buy that. That's going to be great. After seeing this movie, I was like, I don't even want it. <laughs> it made you like the other ones less? Yes. Predator 3 has very little redeeming value, I think. Predator 1 and 2 are amazing. There's, there's... I think Predators is highly underrated. Why? I mean, I guess there's a whole other episode, but why? If I, if I had two hours, I would watch Predators over The Predator. Oh, see, I to me, and now granted, I've seen Predators like two or three times, and I only saw this one once, and maybe if I rewatch this one... The Predator, if I watch that again, maybe my feelings would cool a bit, but I was on board. I would watch this one again, no problem. I would watch, the first Predator movie is like, if it's on, stop and watch. Sure, absolutely. Whatever you're doing, stop and watch. <laughs> the second one, depending on what point we're in the movie, I'll watch some of it, but I don't have to finish it. The Predators, I'll, I, if, it, if I had nothing to do, I'd watch it. If this was on, I would go into a tirade about how much I hated this movie and storm out of the room, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Okay, look, Iron Man 3 even had a stupid hacker kid who helped help Iron no, Man fix his suit. I hated Iron Why Man Why is 3. this a thing? Why is this a thing for Fred Decker and Shane Black to have magical little kids solving adults' problems? See, I guess the difference between you and I, and I guess this makes sense, because I, like, honestly, in my mind, when I was imagining that you didn't like this movie, I was trying to, like, well, what could he not like? Did he not like that the predator armor was different? Did he not like that a human had some predator powers? I didn't even think about the hacker kid. But for me, the but you hack- know that's yeah. I, do, I guess I do. But for me, I was like the way that I was thinking about it. For me, was like the hacker kid was not as bad. It didn't bother me as much as clearly it bothers you. And I think for me, the action and predator stuff was so good that the points that I would take off for hacker and shitty dialogue and this and that were not as bad. Like it was definitely like there's definitely one of those movies, like you said, like two characters are gone. And then they come back with a helicopter. And you're like, why didn't you just say, hey, we're going to go find supplies? And then you'd be like, okay, that's why they're not in this scene. But they're not in an entire sequence. And then they just come back with a helicopter. Another, again, do sex machina style. There's a lot of that kind of stuff where you're like, interest, like, like just come back out of nowhere. And you're like, it didn't have to be that way if you just thought about it for a minute. But to me, all that stuff... It, there was too much cool shit. It was like a... Um, All that stuff's forgivable. There's so much cool shit in this movie, but you just... You killed me. You just killed me off the bat by putting in my biggest pet peeve in a movie. Beep boop. Yeah, you're saying that now, but when your ass is holding a door and there's a raptor on the other side, you're going to hope you have some sort of fucking smart beep boop. Beep I know kid. this. This is Linux. I, I know this. this. <laughs> I'm going to fly through the... I'm going to fly through the CG city and hack the shit out of Jurassic Park. Bring back online. Fuck it. Kids. I feel like I could hack Jurassic Park City if uh, Jurassic Park computer systems if it's laid sure. out. Sure, if it looks like a video game, I could solve it. Beep boop beep. I know beep, this. Beep boop. 
At least she wasn't hacking through everything the whole movie. Like it wasn't like, although that's almost worse that it's like it wasn't established. She was just like, oh, also I'm a hacker. At least it was in English. (laughs) So like she has a better chance of understanding it because it's in her native tongue. Whereas predator language looks like a bunch of pickup sticks got dropped. (sighs) Oh. Yes, and they had no establishment that the kid understood different languages. He knew where chess pieces were when they got all knocked down, (laughs) but a photographic memory doesn't even translate into (laughs) linguistics. That's true. Like, they should have, instead of having that, there's a scene at the beginning where someone knocks over a bunch of chess pieces and then he picks them up because he remembered where all of the pieces of multiple games were. You're right. Multiple games, If you're shooting that, if you're showing that exposition you should make it related to something that's going to happen later. Because it wasn't even like the Predator, you know, he saw our Predator thing and it was a puzzle and he had to put the pieces back the same way. I would have, that would have made more sense. Also, why does the gauntlet that he have control the cloaking device on another Predator ship? I was assuming that that was a scrambler. Like a defense. That if you're a Predator fighting another Predator, you can scramble his shit so that you can still see him. Maybe. That makes more sense than the stupid shit I thought it was, but <laughs> yeah, if you removed the magical like laziness of this little kid, <laughs> again, kid, I'm so sorry. You you acted real good. I believed every second of I of believed your you were autistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, real again, cool. I'm we're not I'm not knocking on people who are are autistic. I, I, uh, who artistic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Knocking on autism. Like, I, I need to be super clear about this. It's the way it was used as a panacea. Look at this guy, panacea. The way it was used as a panacea in the movie to solve all problems lazily, and the way it was portrayed as a superpower magic, that really bugs me. Really bugs me. And, and rightly so. In this movie, like we said, this movie did have a lot of, like, flying at the last minute with some random... I found a helicopter. The dog isn't <sighs> dead. The dog has a grenade. Oh, we now can shoot him. And it's like, um, why? But okay, fine, whatever. It's the fourth in an action movie sci-fi. But man, action. when he ripped that dude's head off and and pulled out the spine, that was freaking cool. When he fought the predator and ripped his head off and dangled that little spinal that was fucking I would have cool. rather yeah. I would have liked to see some more predator fighting. Like predator fighting predator, because there was only yeah. one quick scene, if you can even one call scene. it a scene. And he kills him fast. It would have been cool to see an actual fight. I also for my money, I didn't mind the ultimate predator, but I would have rather have just seen a predator fight a predator. Like, I didn't need the, the second predator to be an ultimate predator. I gave it an allowance because we're, this movie was all about gene modification and blah, blah, blah. It's like that kind of yeah. made sense in the, in the story that they were crafting. But there's been plenty of books and, and comics and even video games with a predator fighting a predator. And he doesn't have to be a special predator. He's just a predator fighting a predator. And I would have been fine with that. They could fight the traitor, yeah. It was, you know, it was interesting. I mean, I give the Predator Predator parts 10 out of 10. I give the uh, comic booky lazy writing a, like, three. Mm. And yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't argue that at all. And there are so many movies that that doesn't bother me at all. I've seen plenty of shittily written movies that I'm like, fucking awesome, though. Did you see that shit? Oh, man, they stabbed the fuck out of them. It was so great. <laughs> I saw Intestines. I'm happy. And there were so many moments I was like, if you left it here, if the movie ended right now, I would still be like 10 out of 10, fucking awesome, so much fun. But they kept going back to the one thing that I can't, I couldn't get past. 
And all the other characters are okay? They were fine. Like, I thought Olivia Munn did a great job. I believe she was a scientist. I, I liked that she wasn't afraid to get in the fight. Perfect addition to the team. All the loonies were fun and weird, but again, they talk like 16-year-olds. Yeah, I agree. It didn't bother me. I agree. I was like, all right, if that's what you're going to do with it. And I felt like it worked. I thought it would feel more out of place, but it didn't it, like, in, in, the, in a Predator movie. I thought, because yeah. I was thinking Predator 1 is the, the standard, right? Or, I mean, it, it shouldn't be, but that's the standard where they're like, okay, you got to be like that. Interesting, Rumi. Interesting. So this is what it feels like, huh? And, ag- and again, I'm giving it the same number of stars you did. We, we're giving it the same review, but for me, it's, it's like a three stars of a, of a mediocre movie I don't need to see again with lots of good action. And if that's, if that's all you need, the movie's fine. But if you have a bizarre grudge against hacker children like I do, that's, that's years of, of anger building up. And the second that kid comes on screen, I'm like, you better not hack that shit. God damn it. What if he was just a dumb kid? Like a kid is like, oh no, I'm keep bumbling into the battles. Like a, like fucking, what's it called? Jake, whatever his name is from Phantom Menace. If he's just like, oh no, I'm in the middle of this battle. And they're like, get down kid. And then he's like, oh, I'm hiding in the Predator spaceship. And now he's taking off. Like, oh fuck, we got to go save my stupid son. Ooh, ooh, you, uh, that might've been a better movie. No, but not by much. It's not like it's not like you would prefer the dumb kid over the it, genius. It kid. wouldn't have made it a four star movie. Sure. I mean, it would have it would have made me go, nah, that kid was dumb, but fuck, that predator battle was awesome. I you might have won me over into a I had a great time with this movie as opposed to, oh man, I wanted to like this movie so much, and you kept you kept teasing me with like, hey, look look, Rumi, here's some intestines. I'm like, good job, movie, yeah. And then it's like, I'm gonna let this little kid hack some more shit. And you're like fucking stop it movie right. and it's like hey i bit this guy's head off and blood sprayed everywhere and i'm like oh yeah movie i'm gonna let this little kid sneak on board the spaceship i'm like stop it movie what if the little kid sneaks on board the spaceship beep boop beeps the little container that we've teased now that it holds something that the original predator was bringing the door opens and the smoke clears and it's a predator child and he tackles the genius kid, and then they have a fight for survival. And it's Predator 1, but with a little kid, a little shirtless, muddy kid, versus a little tiny little predator. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Zero Be stars. called Predator 2-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it'd be called? It'd be called like this. It'd be called Predators. <laughs> predators. Yeah, and the little kid's like, Get me! I'm here. Do yeah. it now. You're one <laughs> ugly duty head. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, do it. I'm here. Kill me. Kill me. I'm here. Get to the helicopter. Get to the twice ago. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many crayons? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm on board with this movie. Yeah, right? This is getting good now. I like this one. Even better. <laughs> All right. Got anything else to say, Rumi? Do you want to do a countdown where I'll do the top three best things and you could do the top three worst things? All right, let's do it. All right. Top three best things. I will say number three. I'll just do two. Two. Number two is going to be 
action, action, action. There was gunfights. There was fighting, Taunt. biting. We see a predator bite two, at least two people. Bite their heads off. Yeah. yeah. A, I mean, and biting. And I thought, I thought it was a predator fighting. Awesome, awesome fight action scenes. And the camera did not shy away. You saw some bloody shit. And as I understand it, Shane Black was adamant that if he was doing this, this was going to be an R. You were going to see the shit. It wasn't going to be soft. And I think I think he followed through on that. Would you Would you agree with that? Hundred percent. Total totally successful in all the predator violence. Uh, and then number one, I would have to say it was true to the original. It didn't feel like a cheap cash in. It didn't feel like a bastardization. And it didn't go against a lot of what the other one did, which I feel like the last couple predator movies or movies that had predators in it did. I thought this was an interesting evolution of the mythos and the series maybe not where i would have taken it but it did it in such a way where it didn't shit on the other stuff it did kind of make the the regular predator feel like a little bit of a punk because he got his ass whooped the second that other predator caught up to him but it was fun it was cool it looked good i liked the the new predator's armor and stuff i thought that was sweet so uh, this is some this is a movie that i would definitely recommend to somebody so the bottom three you have the juvenile writing i'm not opposed to people who curse a lot and all that shit but it just felt like a 16 year old because it just kept going back to your mom and pussy jokes that it was just like okay all right i get it lazy dialogue ham-fisted references to the other movie some of them worked hey want some candy and then the kid blows his house up but like get to the chopper and you're one beautiful motherfucker like that kind of stuff was just it felt like so slammed in there that i didn't like that and then the number one thing which is bad for all movies stop doing this movie is little kids who are super geniuses and can solve all your problems whenever the movie needs you to. Number one bad thing. Terrible. You're forgetting something else that maybe is not top three, but we needed more Jake Busey in there, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Jake Busey was in it for a brief moment. He was fun. I thought they should have. I thought they should have done more with him. Yeah. Don't you think? Jake Busey. Man, good to see you for a minute, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> Did he die? We don't know. Like, there's so many characters in this movie. You're like, are they still in this movie or not? Oh, oh, hey, there they are. I thought they were dead. Nope. Oh, okay. It's kind of like when a kid tells a story and it, like, the narrative of it is, like, back and forth and back and forth. And you're like, wait, did you purposely just omit something or do you not remember that you brought that up? Yeah, it, it, it really didn't know. I'm on board. I liked it. This is interesting, Rumi. I don't. This is interesting. But yeah, it is uh, It is interesting to be on the opposite side. I, I am surprised that you liked it as much as you did. But I'm also not because it did have a lot of stuff in the movie that normally I'd be like, oh my gosh, that was so cool. How could you not? Well, you now have me second guessing myself where I want to go back and be like, wait a minute. Did you really succeed in this area? But I think you're right. I think the fact that we both gave it the same stars, I think it's yeah. just that you're like, it was only three stars. And I'm like, I can't believe it was three stars. Like, it made it all the way to three stars. So I think we're just looking at the same thing just from different angles, you know? I mean, if you just cut out all the people talking and had just the Predators doing what they did, that would have been amazing. And it did succeed in that level. But unfortunately, I'm, I'm so disappointed that it was as middle of the road as it was, even though it had five star awesome predator action i think just the rest of the movie couldn't support how dope those parts were well you got a completely split review here from the launch pad i would say if you like predators if you like any of those type of movies predator alien terminator or just want a cool action movie where you don't really have to think go check out the predator i say it's awesome i say go see it 
I actually say go see it too. I mean, I, I want them to keep making these movies and especially the fact that Disney has bought all these properties. If they don't do well, we are in danger of never seeing an alien movie again. We are in danger of never seeing a Predator movie again. I, I, you should go see it. You should go support horror movies regardless of all the little hacker kids that are in them. <laughs> That's your horror movie right there. Oh, dude, what if there's like this weird like genie right now? It's like, I, you have two options. No horror movies ever, ever, ever again. No sci-fi horror movies ever again. Or every single one of them has like a genius hacker kid. And I'm like, <gasps> torn. I don't think you know how genies work. <laughs> <laughs> genies grant you wishes. They don't give you ultimatums. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's a deal with the devil. How about a Faustian deal? Okay. My soul for... <laughs> this hypothetical is much more understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I would say is like, uh, you don't seem like a genie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear what you guys thought. I know a lot of people are enjoying it, and they should, because there is a lot of awesome Predator action, and you should enjoy that. If you can ignore, I know it's a big pet peeve of mine. It might not be everybody's pet peeve. I don't want that to ruin movies for people, but yeah, for me personally, it's just my opinion. Our social media right now is blowing up with 14-year-old trolls who are like, that is not true. We are not. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, this is awesome, I'm you sorry. stupid fuckhead pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. 16-year-old. Anyway, you can keep up with us on our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and on our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Guys, next week, we're doing a little What Have You Been Watching and following up. We have an awesome, awesome Scream series coming at you. Ready to blast this off? Let's blast this thing off, Rumi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we blast this off, don't forget to slowly turn on the shields that start from one end of the spaceship and clip, 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 clip all the way around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Let's do this. Three, two, one. <laughs> Rocketeers out. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.